Welcome to the fifth episode of Unfortunately, I Read Books. Jim Rohn said, those who will not read are no better off than those who cannot read. In this episode, I'm going to talk about my favorite book I read out of the 105 books I read in 2017, which was Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the three things I really liked about it, which recommendations to smile, that the other person's name is the sweetest sound to their ear, and talking in the terms of other people's interests. Okay, so the first thing from Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People book I like is the chapter that's called Smile. Very important and practical. Like, okay, smile, great. But you need to read the book, the, the chapter, to give it justice. I know it's always good to smile, but just when I read it, it just gave me a full understanding, a revelation, I would say, of like the importance of smiling. So there's two aspects to smiling. You know, you need to do it when you're when you're speaking, or when you're listening. So when you're speaking, it, the what I've experienced is like in customer service. Like today, I went to go buy the new iPhone 8, and I had an appointment, and I went straight up to Nick, the customer service rep, and I smiled and I said, "Hey, I have an appointment. It looks busy." And he's like, "Yeah, just sit down and and it's just me and another associate." So we'll be right with you. I said, okay. Like sat down, smiled. Didn't let that get to me. Although I was in a rush and I had an appointment, but whatever. He came up to me as soon as he was done. He was like, okay, you know, well, how can I help you? And then people started, hey, we were here before. And he defended me right away. And he, we, it was a great customer service experience. And I led it with a smile. I'm smiling right now while I'm doing this podcast. It's just, it's, it's helpful to smile. You know, it's going to transmit through this podcast. It transmits if you're on the phone, if you're preparing to call somebody, uh, doing an interview on the phone, you got to smile. It just helps a lot. And anybody in, in any type of sales role, smiling while speaking is super important. It just attracts you to the person. They listen to you more. It warms them to you. It's just a good thing to smile. Now, the second part is listening. So smiling like you're at a seminar, it's good to look at the speaker and smile. Or if you're in a meeting, smiling at the speaker, it helps that person so much to see a smiling face instead of people looking at their phones or not paying attention. And it doesn't even have to be in that, that someone's on the stage speaking or, or in front of a room. It can be someone walking down, you're walking and you see someone you recognize and smile them right away and say, hey, how are you? Just with a smile. It's always good to lead with that smile. Now, this also works in sales because, you, you know, they're going to tell you objections like, oh, uh, I got to talk to my wife or I don't have enough money. So it's always good to smile while you're listening and then you come, you try to overcome that objection, but you have to smile. So the second chapter in the book is one that it says, a person's name is the sweetest sound 
Again, I'm not going to do it justice. I would recommend you read that chapter. The whole book is amazing. So what he's trying to say is like, remembering someone's name is powerful and they love to hear their own name. And it's so true. And I saw a TED Talk by Joshua Four, and he talks about memory. And he actually learned techniques and won the U.S. Memory Championship. And what I learned that I personally apply during from that TED Talk is that you got to make it really extreme. So, for example, I was at UCF at a networking event. UCF is a college that I am attending right now. And there was a guy called Daniel. And so I immediately put Daniel next to Daniel Tiger, the cartoon character that my son likes. So next time I see him, my mind is going to visualize Daniel next to Daniel Tiger. And that connection makes me go, his name is Daniel because Daniel Tiger. So that's what he teaches you. It has to be a connection. And the more outlandish that connection is, the more you remember it. So if I made it that Daniel Tiger was... Uh, punching this Daniel really had and blood was flying out my crazy things like that your mind will remember I like to remember uh, remember people's name because I like to see their reactions they freak out I go to grocery stores and there's a guy called Jock and in the beginning because I've been going years now he'd be like I can tell that he it bothered him that I knew his name and and he didn't know it back so I'd be like hey Jock how's it doing how's it going How's everything? Just talking to him. Jose, too. And they were like, oh, they were like, oh, what is this guy's name? So I enjoyed that. Like, I'm making the effort. I'm respecting you. I, I like you, and I'm remembering your name. So I feel like I'm making that effort. And I just like to see their reaction. They're always like, man, what is this guy's name? He's always wrong. So it's important to remember. And then they always treat me really good. They see me. They come walking up to me because you remember their name. It's crazy how good they always want to help you and they treat you really nice just by remembering their names. Now the third section that I really like out of this book or chapter, the Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People is talking in terms of other people's interests. This is very important. Uh, you're always going to be in situations where you're next to somebody or waiting or at a party or an event and the best way to lead conversations is to talk in terms of their interests so you know I always lead with oh so you're from around here you know and start talking oh and then if they're from somewhere you know you go oh how was it growing up there uh, you know, what kind of things do you do in your free time oh really tell me more and just keep engaging talking in their terms what they like oh you like science why you like science and that's where books come in handy, reading a lot of books, because then you're like, oh, I read this book about this. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the type of things I study. And like, oh, really? Tell me more. This book talked about it in this way. And then you just keep diving and diving. The person will talk, talk you to death. I've experienced it. It works. Talk about movies they like, about books they like, sports teams. Just keep asking them questions about what they like. And they just keep talking and talking. And at the end of it, they'll be like, I really like that guy. I really like that girl. He's, he was smart. And you, all you were basically doing is just letting them lead the conversation by you just keeping asking questions in the topics they like. And this works really good with kids. Like, 
you just talk to them about their their favorite superheroes or favorite video games. Uh, you just listen to them. I recently went on the field trip with my daughter Sophia to the science museum. All these kids were all over me. One of one kid would not leave my side, and it was just because everything he asked me, everything I would listen. He would tell me things, and I would ask more questions, and I can tell that he was really enjoying it. I was paying attention to him, and I was listening to him. So there you have it. Those are the three things I, I like about the, the How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, which is a famous book. A lot of people recommend it. A lot of people in business recommend it. A lot of bosses recommend it. It works as an employee, as an entrepreneur, as a father, as a mother, as a speaker, everything. It works. So please subscribe to this podcast. Thank you. I have links to my social media platforms that I'm, I belong to. See you in the next one. Please subscribe to the podcast on the many platforms. It's on like iTunes and Stitcher, so you don't miss the next episode, which I'll talk about the daily routine that helped me read 105 books in 2017.